We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Uh, oh, here it is. It was in the sun. It was a day oh, ago. Oh, come on. It, just stop. It was in the sun. <laughs> There were like so many ridiculous papers you could have said who it was from, and I would have been giving it like a little bit of, of credence. But you dropped the sun. <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. And as I say that, Andrew, I was thinking, um, we shouldn't call it the Fantasy Soccer Podcast. This is really a Fantasy Soccer Podcast the, for Rotowire, like it's a Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. No, no, no. It's the Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Mm. I mean, it's All like right, the then. one that uh, this is it. <laughs> I. We'll say that um, when we, when whoever was, uh, admittedly, I'm not the one who set up our feed, but for some reason they set it up as the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, which I'm fine with. I'm sure there are basketball podcasts that are just called like the Fantasy Basketball Podcast. But if you search Rotowire on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I don't, I'm not sure we come up with the other ones. Um, 
maybe that's a plus. I don't know. But yeah, no, I think we're the fantasy soccer podcast and every other podcast is just kind of a, a fantasy soccer podcast. I'll go with that. Yeah. It All seems right. like an idea that you would have come up with, not me. That is, I just started calling it and then it just kind of caught on. There you go. No one really stopped me. All right. right yeah. So. That's what it is. Nobody stopped us. So now, yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> not saying we're not claiming to be the best. We're not claiming to be the official fantasy soccer podcast. Just we're not the saying the, the one. number one. Yeah, we're just for a while we called ourselves the FSWA soccer podcast of the year, even though we were nominee. Well, we were nominated. We were a finalist for the podcast of the year. We were the only soccer one, so we just kind of oh yeah, we definitely were transitive yeah. jump to the fantasy. The it's soccer not a jump. Podcast it's not year. a jump. I think we've been the only soccer podcast ever to be nominated for podcast of the year. You you are correct about that. Well, to be a finalist, not just nominated. Um, That's it. correct. Correct. Uh, but yeah, that, mean, was, that, that was like my most disappointing evening on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I, I've, I, I'm not going to be that dramatic about it, but I was very disappointed. Um, not that I expected us to win. It was more I wanted to have people be like, what? Soccer? <laughs> huh? Soccer? Yeah. Like there's fan. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I wanted that more than I wanted to for people to be like, "Hey, you won! Congrats!" That is also something I would say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is why we podcast together. Exactly, um, exactly. All right, so both of us played our wild cards last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I actually have raised my overall rank. I'm closing in on the five digit ranks. Oh, um, not quite there yet, but I'm getting close. I so before just before this podcast. You said you did really well last week because you captained the right guy. That's correct. How many points did you score? 78. Oh, you beat me then. Okay. Yes. I, yep. Two of my guys I, didn't play. Or no, one of them didn't play. And then the one who came in for him got a zero. So yep. that didn't help. I had two guys that didn't play. And the two guys that came in for them got a total of nine points. See, that's strong. The um... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean that. 11 points. Oh. So you would think that coming out. Using a wild card, you we wouldn't have guys who didn't play. You'd think we'd be smart enough to like pick guys that would play. Um, obviously, the news about Benjamin Mendy being hurt was unknown or undisclosed. I'll say uh, because he was a very popular choice anyway. I happened, I had him. You had him. We um, all had him. Right. <laughs> Are there any guys that you uh, took or didn't take that? Looking back, you wish you had or had not. Lukaku. Really? Well, I mean, I've been saying it for a while. You have been. Right? Yeah, like like this is the guy to get, and this is the time to have him. And I, I was actually just looking to see if I can do a negative four hit and, you know, finagle him into my lineup with two only two moves, and nope. No. Because uh, I was going to well, drop Well, you can. On, you can do a one for one. Well, I was going to try and drop Mane because I have no, I have no, no budget in my forward line, right? right? I have to do two moves. Oh, that's right, that's right. So I have to. So I was going to drop Mane and see if I could finagle my way. And nope. Yeah. That's <laughs> I was the, like, maybe Sherlo, but Sherlo's one, one too many. Yeah. And actually, I was looking on just, you, you know, what just part of it was I'm like, oh man, who in that like, who, like, is like Lukaku's an eleven, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, who's in the ten flat range, right? It's like Murata. and you know, like. It, it, well, well, when you do like a total score and you do the filter by the max price of ten, yeah, 
it takes a long time to find someone even close to 10 on the total points, right? Because, you know, it's like, uh, like, like Firmino is 9-4, which is kind of close, right? Yeah. But, you know, after that, it's it's Murata. Like the, like the next person down is Murata, and yep. that's 12 points. And it's ugly. It's just really, really ugly. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, between between Murata and Giroud at seven eight, I would rather have Giroud, and I, and, 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 and like, and I'm just not going to make a minus four move for that. Like, that's not going to happen. Who are the Who are the three again? Rondon. I have Rondon, Wilson, and Ings. Wilson and Ings did just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rondon didn't play, but right. the other two did just fine. Yep. Um. Huh. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, that's the big negative in going cheap across the board for a for a position and that the one for one swap is kind of, it's almost impossible. I mean, the only thing I can do is, you know, if I was really, really wanting to, is I can go, I mean, the only one I can think of is I would go to Raul Jimenez, who's five and a half, but that's that, that, that would mean I can get someone better than Mane and that, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Mane, Mane's doing just fine. Right. Um, yeah, the, what did you so you're you're still not I don't want to call it regret but where do you sit now uh in having Mohamed Salah I I, I love it okay <laughs> I'm not gonna still love it okay well I mean this I mean I I was I'm te- one of my major one of the major decision points like a lot of people are having is do you captain Salah home to uh, Southampton or captain uh Hazard away to West Ham mm-hmm. that, that's going to be a very common decision point that a lot of people are going to have there's another one that you're missing uh, Marcus Alonso, Aguero at Cardiff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Fully on board there. Yep. Um, or I don't. I, mean, I don't think you could. You could consider Harry Kane away at yep. Brighton. Absolutely. And Lukaku. Yep. Lukaku yeah, is another all... consideration. But yeah. I, I, there's a lot of great matchups this mm-hmm. week. Um, if there's actually, a... I, actually, I'm thinking about because Ings can't play this week against Liverpool. Right. Just using my free transfer. Just do that. Just Ings for Raul Jimenez. You know, it's not a great matchup for Wolves, you know, away at Manchester United, but he's going to play. <laughs> like, I know I know for a fact Ings will not play. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you bring a guy in like that. Well, he's he's a lone guy. He's, he's a lone player playing against his, yeah. his parent club. Yeah. Um, I I also, I mean, I actually, I can't do this move. It's too expensive. I can think of Jordan Ayew, but hmm. too expensive. I do love me some Jordan Ayew. Uh, the one guy that, um, I wish I kept that I didn't was Ryan Frazier. Uh, yeah. The, oh the man. Injury, I, 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 it was a very short sighted decision for a game that is the opposite of short term planning. Um, but the injury made me hesitate in the, but I knew it wasn't a serious injury. So I ended up tossing him and rearranged a few other things and eventually got Henrik Mkhitaryan who didn't play. I, he played, <laughs> He didn't start. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It would have been better had he not played. But like that's correct. I've I just keep falling into a Henrik Mkhitaryan trap, whether it's in fantasy Premier League, whether it's on DraftKings. Like I, my, my, I, I, I keep saying over and over again, like I'm not taking this guy, and then all of a sudden there he is on my teams again, ruining them. And uh, I, you know, the trap I always fall into, Alex Uwobi. Because I'm like, oh, look at all that value, yeah. and he plays. But yeah, I, nope. I, I keep, we keep having an Awobi conversation. I don't understand why you're still. I don't. I, oh, I, it's a trap. It's a trap for me. It, um, it's the same concept, except this is a guy who never plays. <laughs> right, right. At least you're not like tanking salary. Like I'm, I could probably get 
I mean, I obviously could get rid of Mkhitaryan right now. I'll probably wait to do a double move, although I'm not sure I'm going to. But the the other one that um, I was a bit upset about was I ended up getting rid of Wilfried Zaha for Alexander Mitrovic solely so I could get Ederson. Um, and I picked Ederson over Kepa or De Gea. And Zaha obviously scored last week. Mitrovic had the tough matchup and should be fine from now on, but I kind of wish I kept Zaha. I don't know. It's fair. I mean, I, I, I mean, I would, I would contemplate getting Kepa, but I already have three Chelsea guys, right? Cause you're I way have too to... negative on the Chelsea defense to be talking about getting Kepa. Yeah. I, I said, I already have three Chelsea guys. It's not an option for me. I'm not going to rearrange my lineup to get Kepa, mm-hmm. but I was, what I was just saying is I think a lot of people, I think Kepa is going to be an unpopular choice because of there's probably three guys from Chelsea. Like it's Hazard. Uh, Pedro's probably a popular option because of his price. Um, uh, Alon, Marcus Alonso, obviously very popular. And also N'Golo Conte, because of his price, is going to be popular too. Yeah. Which I mean, not, be, not because you're going to play him, but because you know he's going to play and he's five flat and he, in a bind, he can get you two, three points. You know what I mean? Like just coming off the bench for someone who does, surprisingly doesn't play. Yeah, there are f- I, I believe Kepa is the 15th highest owned goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yep. Ederson is number one. Yeah, it, it's it's not pretty. But I mean, the what you know what's really surprising, Andrew? The fantasy, the the draft fantasy team that I hated and still do hate, is got 60 place? points. Oh, it got 60. 60 points last weekend. Um, <laughs> and I'm in fourth now in the uh, in the Rotowire one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my team is struggling. I'll, yeah. What do you yeah. know? When Leroy Sané starts, my team does well. When, yeah. Stunning. That'll happen. I think I got a little too cute in that draft. I also so have you, Salah. You think you got too cute? Well, you you didn't get cute. Just, you were you just bombed that draft. But but um, apparently I didn't. That's, yeah. the, that's well, the funny part. Last week you didn't. But Well, to me, I, I mean, I've been competitive the whole time. I have never right. been in last. You're right. Um the eighth round pick on Allison and then you snipe Madison in front of me seventh. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's going to be a competitive league anyway. Did you draft Ings? Yes. Oh, okay. Ings for Mino IU Jordan IU is a nice front line for, in my opinion. For, yeah. I mean, go for, for, for how little I paid attention to it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I have the wrong, I have the wrong defender in city with Kyle Walker. I have, you know he's uh, playing, though. I do know he's playing. Um, I'm saying there's there's value in that. Absolutely, there's value in that. I mean, I, I I'm eventually when Manchester United comes good, my team will do very well because of you know, having two of that defense is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Valen- uh, Danny, uh, Antonio Valencia is actually I think very under owned, very underappreciated um, in FPL. I think he's actually going to be pretty good. I mean, Luke Shaw is getting all the attention, which is great. Um, but Manchester United have a very very friendly fixture list coming up, so. Didn't yeah. I mean he's the most expensive though, isn't he? Like that's why nobody wants yeah. him. Oh yeah, but I mean I think he's, I think you know with this fixture list he's going to be right up there with everybody as far as getting points except for Marcus Alonso and Benjamin Mendy, right? But the other guys, like, I, throw I think he'll be right there too. Well, I'm still worried about Serge Arya, even though I know I shouldn't be, but I'm still worried that he gets like one or two starts in the next five. Um, I don't think it's that's an unreasonable fear. I mean, yeah, but I mean, when I think about Antonio Valencia, the only thing that keeps him out is injury, right? Which is a thing, 
Like he does get hurt. I mean, Luke Shaw gets more hurt, but yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if we're going to be picking hairs mm-hmm. here. But I, I but, think both of those are just purely um, salary reasons. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any, I don't think people think Luke Shaw's better than Valencia, but paying yeah. 5-1 versus 6-5. Yeah. But what? of my of my 78 points in uh, regular FPL, 40 of them came from Hazard. Yeah. More than half, mm-hmm. right? So I, I just captained the right guy. Um, more than my, it was more that than, than me picking the right players. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so who is your next highest scoring player? Uh, Aaron Juan Bisaka, who I didn't actually nine, start. Yeah. He, he came in, he came in off the bench oh, because funny. Rondon didn't play huh. and Mendy didn't play. Right. Right. So it, it was him. And then, um, and then a tie between Ederson and Ings. Mm-hmm. So all players I had before. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's really funny. My actual wild card was terrible. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, guys like Marcus Alonso, two points, Kieran Trippier, one, uh, Sadio yeah. Mane, two points, you know, and the other guys were just, and the other guys I picked were fillers, right? So Conte for two points, Phil Billing with two, Yeah, you know, those are guys I'm not really going to count on anyway. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah, my wild card was successful for all the wrong reasons. Right. It wasn't successful. Oh yeah, you're right. The wild card itself wasn't successful. Right. My guys that I had originally did right. very well. Somehow like th- three or a month ago, Mike is better than current Mike. Oh my God! Yeah, that's always the, that's always the truth. When I start thinking about things, that's the worst. Hmm. I overthink it. That's what happened with the uh, with the draft version of my team. I had to actually really think about things, and there, and that thirty second timer that was quicker than I thought it was. I did that. I know you did that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was super quick. Mm-hmm. I think anything above th- thirty seconds is outrageous. Agreed. Anyway, yeah. uh, when we start, when we go back to talking about, uh, well, let's go back and talk about um, just the regular FPL stuff. I mean, you know, for, you know, let's talk about your team a little bit, right? Like, how did your team do, and what, you know, what were some of the players that your new players, and how did um, they do? Well, it's funny. I had James Madison already, so I don't want to say that he. I don't want to take uh, at least wild card credit for that since I already had him, but I'll take credit for him all season. I ended up scoring 70 points. I capped into Guerrero instead of Hazard. So that didn't, that wasn't all that great. Um, I it had, wasn't bad though. No, not bad. Uh, I think Aguero was a pretty popular captain anyway. I wish they, they did more captain num- like figures than just like, oh, the top 12 guys captain this person. So, but anyway, I guess it's a little tougher when you have five and a half million people playing. But, um, Mkhitaryan was a total bust. Uh, I ended up going with Lacazette over Aubameyang, which somebody actually asked me today on Twitter who I liked better rest of season in FPL, Aubameyang or Lukaku. And I'll be completely honest that I I sort of sided with Lukaku, at least immediately. And I said to myself, maybe I should check the rankings that I just did or two weeks ago in terms of where I thought everybody would finish at the end of the season. And I have Aubameyang fairly ahead of Lukaku, um, at least overall. And so was that, were those rankings before or after the switch to the wing? Uh, it was done over the international break. So after, so during, yeah, or, yeah. I mean, I, I knew, th- I knew of that. Um, I also moved Lacazette up because of it, um, because I like Lacazette as well. 
but it made me think maybe I'm too low on I'm either too high on Aubameyang or I'm too low on Lukaku but or a combination right right I mean it's not like they're drastically different for forwards I had Aubameyang 2 and Lukaku 4 so it's not a drastic difference but um it felt a little more drastic when I looked at my top 200 because I have Aubameyang 3rd and Lukaku ninth, which sounds significantly further um, so I don't know it, it it ended up being m- like much closer to me than I thought and it just wasn't one I was expecting to really hesitate on because when I was doing these rankings even preseason I was like very high on Aubameyang even on the wing uh, because I thought you know if pushing him out on the wing means a five goal reduction I think he could have six assists to Lacazette to help make up for it. That's all. What was more ridiculous? Uh, um, you know, you know that or John Wallen thinking that Nagby Keita gets six goals and seven assists the rest of the season. Um, that I, I didn't, I didn't disagree with John. Um, for those who weren't part of that conversation, um, which is everybody, right. Uh, somebody, um, asked what they thought about a trade in their FPL. Uh, it was draft Josh, league. Joshua King for Nagby Keita. Right, right. And doing that stuff, like it's difficult for me to say anything about a move like that without kind of knowing the rest of the team. And the so, like the context, I think, is constantly brushed aside. When you're like, so I did this deal for this deal. What do you think? So it turned out that um, they weren't even starting King anyway. They that they had a, a fairly deep defense in midfield. And so King was just kind of sitting on the bench because they had, I, I forget who the forwards were, people who were much better than King. Uh, but it ultimately came to, oh, maybe it was, a, excuse me, I think it was Taga scoring. That's what it was. So, or What's fan Taga? Track, sorry, fan track scoring. Uh, so the... Obviously, it's a deeper, um, a deeper scoring system, and so the John's point was, uh, Nabi Kate is not getting all of those peripheral stats that he used to get, and so King was obviously the better play because he was going to finish with more goals and assists, and I wasn't convinced about that, and I'm still not. Um, part of it was like, well, you know, Nabi Kate could be rotated, blah blah blah, and it's like, well. Nabi Kate is going to be on a team that's going to score a lot more goals than Burnmouth. There's going to be a lot more assists. And so he may not have as many minutes, but he's going to have there's a bigger pie to eat from. And so I think I think they they're fairly similar. I, it's not like I thought Kate was going to go 10 and 10. I think 6 and 7 is well within the range of of reasonable possibilities. And him being involved in 13 goals yeah. I mean, admittedly, his stats from the Bundesliga are, I hate to say that they're like inflated, but um, they're inflated. Uh, and that was the same his, thing. The same thing I accused Kevin De Bruyne of before he came over. True, true. Um, but the last two seasons, he had eight goals and seven assists and six goals and five assists. And the one, the six and five year, um, he only had 23 starts. He was injured for a little bit. It was 1,960 minutes. Um, and this year, he, even with rotation, he's going to play well more than that. 
So it's not like I think he's he's going to, you know, replicate these stats. But I think there's kind of an a overreaction to him not playing as much this year. He still has he has zero goals and zero assists, mind you. Um, but I think there's also kind of this slight overreaction to Josh King that I think the, the, the more reasonable finish for Josh King is like 10 goals and three assists. And I think Kata could do six and seven in that. Both of those equal the same thing. And I think Kata peripherally will be except, significant. Except, goal, except goals are worth more. Sure. And I think Kata will, will make up for that with everything else because like King doesn't really do anything else. Mm. So we're saying That's like if they, have the, if they effectively have the same number of appearances on the score sheet, Kata's going to do a lot more even in fan track scoring than King. I also had to take this position because it was Luke Thunberg who asked. Luke asked like six people and everyone else said obviously King. And so just the way that I am, I had to put up a fight for Kata. <laughs> had to. Okay. Let's get back to FPL here. Which teams are you targeting, you know, over the next like five game weeks, right? So who do you think has the best run of games that people should be targeting, especially if it's a team that's not the obvious ones, right? So, I mean, we we both know that Manchester United, like we've mentioned before, and Arsenal have good fixture lists coming up. Is there another club that you're going to kind of target because you can get some lower priced options with some good schedules coming? Uh, I would like to throw Man City and Tottenham in the higher in the In, in the obvious because, rank? Yeah. Um, well, they—I mean—they're obviously very good, but they also have very good uh, fixtures coming up. Although they play each other in the in the fifth one, um, Palace yeah, looks pretty good. And, and City have a Liverpool fixture in there. They do, they do away to Liverpool, no less. Uh, right. Yeah, Crystal well, Palace. That, well, which was great for their offense last year. Right, right. I think it's a little different now, but I agree. We'll we'll get there. But yeah, Newcastle. Uh, I mean, excuse me. Crystal Palace has home against Newcastle this weekend. And then they're at Burnmouth. Uh, Burnmouth are basically a sieve. Uh, they're home against Wolves at Everton and then home against Arsenal. That's Palace's next five. Like, I love it. I'm just not sure how much deeper you go than Zaha. Yeah, the team that I've been kind of looking at is is Burnmouth. Um, you know, I have Callum Wilson already, but I might be looking to increase my exposure. You know, you already expressing that you regret not having Ryan Frazier, right? So dumb. So, I mean, that fixture list of Burnley away, another sieve, Palace at home, Watford away, Southampton home, Fulham away. Yeah. Fulham, Fulham might be the worst defensive team in the league. Yeah. And, and, re- uh, and they don't care. They're kind of like Burnmouth. Their coach, their coach was saying, their coach was actually saying, like, yeah, we're just, you know, making a couple of mistakes. Tactically, I think we're doing everything right. Just that some people are making mistakes. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's so much worse than that. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't think that's true. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree that that's not true. Um, the uh, Wolves' schedule after this weekend isn't bad because they play uh, at Old Trafford this weekend. But home to Southampton, at Palace, home to Watford, and at Brighton. Uh, which really isn't that bad. I'm just not sure. I think what we all really need is Adam Atriori to start starting regularly. Everyone is waiting. Everyone's yeah. getting mad. <laughs> yeah. uh, either Helder Costa or Diego Giotta. Like either one of them could easily give way. None, neither of them have been too great. Totally. <clears throat> and he's just electric. Like it's it's such a shame that he's not 
playing in fan, in fan track scoring. People are playing him even though that he doesn't start. Yeah, like, it's it not crazy. It, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not it's not a crazy idea. Mostly, <clears throat> maybe I get thrown off a little bit because of EFSA is so deep that it's. I'm perfectly content playing bench guys there, but um, obviously that's much deeper than standard EFSA. I mean, uh, fan tracks leagues, but I, I get it. I get it. Kid's really good. <laughs> and I like that uh. he does something that I think is, is valuable in terms of like I was speaking with somebody today that I some of the scoring rules are a little questionable. I've always felt that the aerial duels one was awful. <laughs> like I think it's just a, a terrible way to to reward somebody. Um but Triore like with successful take I think successful take ons is a great stat or duels one like I think that's that shows quality and uh, he gets those in boatloads yeah I'm actually looking at like who like the biggest sieves are right in terms of goals <laughs> there's I mean there's a lot of teams giving up a lot of goals um there there are uh the I think a little bit a little bit excuse me is um schedule like some some teams have played some really tough schedules but um but i agree i, I mean huddersfield i mean Hudders, excuse me fulham huddersfield is also pretty awful but um fulham if you just look i was doing something for um for a DraftKings article that i was writing but uh fulham have conceded the most goals the third most assists the second most shots most shots on goal uh second most crosses and it's like it's just you just go across the board and they they're just giving up everything and again um they played city i'm trying to think of uh their whole schedule but <clears throat> as i try to quickly pull it up here on rotowire.com slash soccer uh crystal palace at tottenham burnley at brighton so i guess it's not even that bad and then of course no, they, hold, they hold man city scoreless um oh no i'm sorry they scored none. It, it, they scored none against them. Especially when you consider Newcastle against all the people that they've played. Yeah. Eight goals. Yeah. But like the it, Fulham is two three two two three. That's goals conceded in their five games. Not good, Mike. So defensively, Newcastle I think are a sneaky get in FPL right now. Right. I, like wait, like if you look at the fixtures on their whole, like they're, they're not great. But I thought I think that. They, when you look at the eye test, right? They just, to me, whenever I see them play against, you know, like any of the top teams, I think to myself, man, they're playing really well. They're just playing against better talent, and that's not going to be the case coming up, right? They're going to play Crystal Palace away again. That is, I mean, outside of Wilfred Zaha, I mean, they've already had practice of uh, of containing a player like Zaha, uh, even better, mm-hmm. even better players than Zaha, mm-hmm. right? So. You know, there's and especially because they're away, you know they're going to set up for a clean sheet, mm-hmm. right? They meaning Newcastle. Newcastle. And then they play, yeah. and then they play Leicester at home. Leicester not been great, right? Let's face it. You know, the United game, Manchester United game, I get it. That one you don't want. And then there's Brighton at home, and then there's Southampton away. I mean, there is not a lot of offensive juggernauts, including Manchester United, in that conversation. Mike, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going because it it actually is great after that. Um, oh yeah, 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 because they after Manchester United, that's every one of the top six, I believe, they've already played. I bl- they've turned one, two, three, four. Manchester United. I'm trying to think of who they: Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham. They haven't played Liverpool. They'll oh. play Liverpool on Boxing Day. Oh, but okay. between so, 
the, the list that you had runs through October. Uh, after that, home against Watford, home against Burnmouth, at Burnley, home against West Ham, at Everton, home against Wolves, at Huddersfield, home against uh, Fulham, and then it's Liverpool on Boxing Day. Like, they... The time is now. Yeah. <laughs> like, the time is now to get them and for them to get points, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I said it before. I said it on Twitter like a week or two ago. The time to get them in, in fan tracks, it, it was then. It was like a week or two ago. You know, people – I saw a lot of Jamal Lachelle's on waiver wires mm-hmm. um, and very – and not own, not heavily owned. Definitely grab him. DeAndre Yedlin, definitely grab him. Uh, you, know, you know, from the defensive line, like those are the two that you should get. And then you can start picking up some of the offensive guys too. I mean, Matt Ritchie is going to eventually start crossing the ball in the in the fan track style. So if you, uh, could, have, they're gonna... if you could have three Newcastle guys, who do you take? <sighs> Dubrovka, wow, Lachelle's, okay, and the the third one's hard. It's Rondon because I he hasn't it's he's not, not it's consistently not Rondon, starting. By the way. Yeah, he, if he was consistently starting, I'd say yes. Okay, um, but it might have to be Yedlin. Um, so you actually think? I think they're I think they're their prospects are better defensively them. than offensively. Okay. Because Rafa Benitez, say what you will, he he has an organized club. Uh huh. Uh huh. The and he doesn't. I, I, a, a part of me really wants him to get Fernando Torres again. Oh my god! <laughs> How funny would Where that is be? He now is he not working? Where he go? <laughs> I think he's is he in China now? Um, I don't know. He left Atletico. That that much I know. Yep. Could, could have been for Saudi Arabia. I don't remember. Um, it is a. Uh... I don't even know what this is. Oh. Sagan Tosu. That sounds like it might be in uh, Japan. Yep, Japan. Of course. Oh, that's right. That's right. With that's Iniesta right. and Lucas Podolski, yep. apparently. Yeah. Uh, yep. Anyway, if there was that, one guy, that concludes our edition of our J League coverage. Yeah. <laughs> um. This one guy who also reminded me that I had a previous or a conversation earlier today about um, one of the fallbacks to at least the standard fan track scoring, if it is the standard one, um, the one they converted from Taga, which was a site that existed previously. Um, they didn't include fouls drawn. Like fouls drawn was not a statistic that you got credit for, which like seemed insane to me, partially because I got so used to seeing it in other daily formats that it just became second nature to like, be like, oh, this guy draws a lot of fouls. That's like a positive. It's, Eden Hazard draws, draws a ton of fouls and gets credits for it, but not there. Um, <laughs> to the point where it makes me worry about him. Right, yeah. Um, but the Newcastle guy that draws a lot of fouls that I really wish played all the time, and I would take him in any league, is Kennedy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who I know I you like. I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. He is good. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like Chelsea should keep some of that young talent. <clears throat> I'm not sure he'd play on this team, like he, <clears throat> meaning the Chelsea he's, team. It, do you, do you, a, do, you, do you feel like he's a lot worse than Pedro? Because I don't. I I think I'm not sure he can play Pedro's position. I think that's fair because Pedro does other things. I right. get it. I, I think I think he'd be better than Ross Barkley. Oh my God. Don't even get me started. Uh, but I just I don't <laughs> think he would play instead of like Kovacic, uh, Conte, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the other one they have there? Jorginho. Yep. Excuse me. Um, 
So yeah, Joe, oh, <laughs> I was watching that game again uh, in Greece today. Um, there are some under, uh, Jorginho is so is so underappreciated. I totally agree. Done, with you. But I totally agree. The, he he's not getting the assist for it, which is unfortunate. He he like, like the secondary assist or the the key pass to set up the assists mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or to set up the play going forward. He's just unbelievable. Yeah, the most important play that eventually leads to a goal is rarely the shot or the assist. Yeah. It's the David Silva yeah. special. Sesku? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah I, was, I was just saying, Sesku? So, yeah, I don't think Kennedy plays on that team, but he should play on this team. Uh, he didn't start last mm-hmm. weekend because um, mm. Richie came back in, but uh, he's good. I, Kennedy needs to play more, and I like him, and he does everything. Oh, that's that's a very good call. That's a very good call. Uh, yeah, but in general, though, Newca- uh, Newcastle, don't be afraid, mm-hmm. right? The, the the hard time, the hard time's over. Yeah, they've allowed two goals in five of in four of five games uh, because they played Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, and at Man City. <laughs> the problem is later yeah. in the season they got to play away to Arsenal, away to Chelsea, and away to Tottenham. But um, they shut out Cardiff, which every, everybody should. But you know who did? You know who should, didn't shut out Cardiff? Who didn't shut out Cardiff? Yeah. Yeah. Man City. Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. They play Man City <laughs> this week. That's correct. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. Do you. <laughs> for, for a second, I thought they were going to lose. Yeah. It, it, it would have been a repeat of uh, Crystal Palace last season. Remember that? When Crystal Palace didn't score for like seven, eight games? Yes. Played Chelsea and won. They killed them, didn't they? Or did three, three, that? one, something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, so you thought they were going to lose, but then they won four one. That's correct because yeah. Chelsea don't have to play perfectly anymore. Right, right. <laughs> do you yeah. do you think that um, Olivier Giroud should start? Yes, I told you Chelsea don't need they don't need a center forward to just do the things that Alvaro Morata does to like just sit in the middle and just try to get headers in because they're not the service ain't coming. Um, so they need a traffic cop, right? I think you would have said that's what Giroud does this time last year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why you recognize that. Yeah. It's, I mean, well, it could be because that's what he was asked to do under Antonio Conte's scheme. But when you looked at no, no, what no, he was I mean, asked. When he was with Arsenal. Oh, oh, oh. Arsenal, Olivier Giroud. Oh, gotcha. Oh, because this time last year he wasn't on Chelsea. Correct. Yeah, that's right. right. I get it now. I'm okay. totally on board now. Sorry. Yes. It's September 20th, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is oh, I forgot. This is our pre-birthday pod. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Happy birthday in advance. Right. You too. You too. <laughs> For all of those who do not know, Andrew and I share the same birthday and the same podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the when first is time. When is it about Monday? Two... I'm too old to remember when. What it the, it the would be. After. It would be Monday. It is Monday. Right? So, uh, so this is the first time I think in two or three years that Arsenal don't play Chelsea. Yeah, this it is very, yeah. We did have a Roto Classico <laughs> last year. And the year before, I believe. I think it was both maybe, years. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I I, I know. I know it, that one. No, I think it was two years ago. It seems as well because it seems because two years ago. That that would no, because two years ago that was the game where Chelsea got crushed by Arsenal three nothing, and that's when Antonio Conte switched to three at the back. That's right. That's right. At halftime of that game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't score any, but they also didn't give any up that yep. game either. Yep. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I hate to break it to you, but it wasn't last year. Damn. Well, yeah, because Conte didn't. It was Conte. It was his first year. 
Yeah, it was two. It was, it was only two years, two years ago. ago. It didn't happen last year. Okay. Last year, Chelsea won four nothing on September twenty third mm. against a feisty Stoke team. <laughs> yeah, they did well. Do you know who had a hat trick in that game? Bronislav Ivanovic. I'm just kidding. Alvaro Morata. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! I remember that he actually he he. I remember the thing. This it was either the second or the third goal where he actually used speed to get by somebody. Hmm. Which Weird. was strange, yeah. And he finished like a, a, a nice finish. It was with his feet. Yeah, happy crazy. birthday to you. Thank you. Yes, it was. Maybe that's coming up this weekend. No, because <laughs> he won't play. Because he won't play, right? <laughs> <laughs> he played. He played. He played today against. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, P A O K. Yeah. Never. I, I know it's not. I know it's not called that, but I just like. I just like saying okay at the end. Uh, I th- kind of thought you would be the c- person who would pronounce it. Payoke or something like that, and like pretend pa. like everybody says it that way. Pa okay. Yeah, that's what you would do. You're right. Pa okay. <laughs> it's like it, it, it's it's like um, it's like when your children first start talking and they try to see if you're okay. Pa okay. That's right. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Good teams with good schedules. Right, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, so you, so you really don't think that this run is worth taking advantage of from an attacking standpoint, despite being a Salomon Rondon owner? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, he hasn't shown enough. For, I mean, I still have him because of pricing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I would look to move him right mm-hmm. now. I just don't. I mean, I could move him for. No, I can't move him for Shirley. Shirley's a midfielder, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's not like there's a, a there's a ton to choose from. I can go to Jimenez and drop down in price. Sounds awesome. I know, right? Everyone gets super excited. <laughs> Are there any teams you're completely staying away from? Watford. Really? Yeah. Are they like I'm top good. of the table or close to it? Yeah, I'm good. Interesting. <laughs> like, uh, mo- mostly because other people are on it, and I just I'm not. I don't feel very strongly for them, and then and because some people really like you know they a lot of people own Holy Boss. Nope, pass. Like. I'm Second good. highest scoring defender, you're off him. Okay, I'm off. Okay, I'm off. yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. Come on, Andrew. I mean, do we really? Do you? What do you think he finishes more with? Uh, red cards and yellow cards, or assists and goals? Like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the assists and goals, only because he already has four assists. Yeah, and you think he won't think get he has five three, yellow cards? I think he already has three yellow cards, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm about to say he's gonna get suspended. Yeah, he soon does have three. For, for, yeah. Speaking of which, um, I noticed today that. Wilfred Zaha is already up to three and yeah. that the, oh, he and has, he's, he has sorry, one in every game that he's scored in. So there's an interesting theory on that. Actually. I mean, he's, he, I think he's either, uh, either I, I saw a headline cause I think I, I have it still to be read in it's my, yeah, in my Apple news. No, I have no, it's in my Apple news. Like there, there, there's an, so there's someone who, oh, sorry. Now I, now I have to go find it. No, hold on a second. Because Wilfred Zaha is complaining, I think that it's a little bit racist. Really? Yeah. Hold oh. on a second. I mean, now I got... do you build that into your projection system? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, oh, here it is. It was in the sun. It was a day oh, ago. Oh, come on. It, just stop. It was in the sun. <laughs> There were like so many ridiculous papers you could have said who it was from, and I would have been giving it like a little bit of of credence, but you dropped the sun. <laughs> it was actually an opinion piece in the sun that they were he was right to call them out, but hold on a second. No, it's, it wasn't racism, it's that they don't protect them. 
Oh, that's a completely different story. I'm aware. Even the sun won't run it that it's a racism story. <laughs> that's where we're at. I, apo- I apologize. I apologize for citing that it was due to racism. No, it was not that. Um, I'm going to change the subject to Liverpool because I keep I want to talk about them. And and how you don't like their fixture list? Uh, well, at least the next three I don't. Um, they haven't had a game yet this season where Mane, Salah, or Firmino have not scored a goal. So like one of them scores every game. Um, I don't have any of them. I don't have any Liverpool players. And you didn't take Andy Robertson. I did not. Um, I was going to take, uh, Alexander Arnold and I didn't take Robertson because of this fixture schedule, um, which I was right to do so far. Uh, the, I feel like at some point, obviously it gets easier. Uh, they are not going to have. I mean, and, and even then people are like, well, that, you know, Salah, I will say ever since I posted my initial, um, or no, I did this a few weeks ago, mentioned how I was going to go without Salah. And someone's like, oh, Salah is matchup proof. And he has no goals and no assists since then. But at some point I feel like I'm going to have some Liverpool. Uh, it might not be until the end of October, but um, who should I go after? Is it definitely Salah? Yeah. Okay. He's expensive, I, I mean, though. Don't overthink it. I have to overthink the the subsequent moves I make by taking the most expensive player in the game. Remember, remember what you said at the beginning of the year. Even if his production goes down 20%, it's still going to be amazing. He's down way more than 20%. Right now? I mean, do you think that this is, do you think this is the new normal for him? Maybe. I think it might be. No, 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 no. Don't give me maybe. Give me yes or no. Do you think this is the new norm for for Mohamed Salah? Uh, where what is he up to right now? Three and six, three and five, three Two and goals, five. One assist in five games, and nothing in the Champions League. Um, so he's. I mean, this is a pace for twenty-ish goals. Like I think he will be sub twenty-five goals and sub. 10 assists. If that's the case, that's way more than 20%, but I, well, it's the same I still think that there is a hot streak coming. Okay. And if it doesn't happen, then I'll go down with the ship. I'll, I'll, this is like, this is a good, this is a good uh, hill for me to die on here. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty confident on it. Okay. You think he wins the boot? The way Eden Hazard is scoring, I don't know. Ooh, Hazard. I mean, have you seen Eden Hazard play? I've had him on my team all season. Right? (laughs) It's been pretty special to watch. He's the reason why I don't have Salah. Yeah, he's the reason. Oh, I have both. Right. That's why you have Solomon Rondon. That's correct. And Danny Ings. Right. Uh, Hazard has the sixth best golden boot odds right now. I'm sorry. Uh, Fifth. He's tied for fifth with Mane. Aguero, Kane, Salah, Lukaku, Mane, and Hazard. Yeah, I mean, I would say Aguero, but he always misses eight games. And he still scores like 25 goals. Crazy. Yeah, but, it, but that, that's why you don't win the Golden Boot, though. He has a great, he has a great conversion percentage, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I thought that he was very underappreciated last year for what he did. He's always a, Even Pep underappreciates him. It yeah. seems like he plays him like begrudgingly, which just seems insane. 
Yeah. He always misses eight games. I don't know. Hell or high water, he'll play 30 games max. Right. So it's just I, I don't I don't know else to put it right like you know, the, the, that that I mean that that would that would that would take him out and he, Harry he had, Kane he had twenty one goals last year do you know how many games he played how many games he started uh, well, how many games did he start yeah twenty three yeah twenty two that was close twenty one goals in twenty two games I knew it was close I knew yeah. it was close to a goal a game last year and he also had some assists too last year I believe six yeah, yeah. although which it was, is, in which FPL, is it was probably seventeen in FPL. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a lot for him, though. Yeah. But I mean, for Harry Kane, he looks tired. He does. I think his ankle, and maybe it's better now with the little break, but there was he had an ankle issue during the towards the end of the World Cup, and yeah, he looks. I don't know if it, it, does he look tired, slow. Well, I hurt, mean, I what, whatever it is, does doesn't one lead to the other? Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Right, like he just he looks a step off, and I think it's because he didn't get a break. And and to be fair, there's a lot of people on Tottenham that look like that. And it could be argued that it's all for the same reason. They did not take any time off. All of those World Cup guys came back for mm-hmm. game week one. For one, yeah. And except, really for, rotate, except for but... Son, who's been playing for his military life. Well, he did come back. He, I mean, yeah, I know. I, I know. And that, I'm saying he wasn't there week week one, but that's because he, he was. was playing for his military no, no, no. life. He was there week one and then left. Oh, and then, then, oh that's right. Yeah. That's right. And then played in literally higher pressure situation. Yeah. <laughs> And and performed, and then well. came immediately back and played again. Crazy, crazy, and they're all going to. I mean, the, the, long long term, they're all going to look a little slow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you yeah. think Kane leads them in goals? I think the only yes. reason he doesn't yes, is because do. just like you said, like everyone's tired. Yeah, I mean, no, he'll still lead them in goals if they're all tired. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I say, mean, like, I, it yeah. could be Deli Alley, but like he's been. No, it could I mean, be Lucas Mora, who's been who's fresh. Luke, well, that's true, but I don't see Lucas Mora because he's playing up top. Goals. He's playing up top with him, with, with Harry Kane. Like he's technically a midfielder, but he's playing as like a a second striker. Um, in fact, in fact, yeah. I think I saw in a couple games his heat map is actually further further yeah, ahead is, than, than, than Harry Kane. Right? You so. are absolutely right about that. Is there a team that's more reliable in a terrible way than Everton is with its defense? They, we haven't really seen their real defense yet, though. Like, well, we have. They just got red carded or hurt. No, no. I, like Yerry Mina hasn't started yet, um, and I think he's very good. Kurt Zuma and, and is he is he part of your equation? Yeah, I think those two together. Yeah. What about Mike and then Michael Keane when he comes back? Uh, I think the other two guys are better, but he's fine. I would be fine that with them playing three in the back with those guys. Yeah, but I mean, we, I mean, but that but that system is leaking goals to everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and it's not like the defenders are just like falling down. Like they, they, they're, just they're just getting really exposed. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're. They're. That's just we're giving uh, Everton a hard time for doing like what Burnmouth do like they just pr- oh, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy they're playing the way they're playing like I, I enjoy watching them play but offensively they're gonna have to score more than eight goals if they're gonna give up nine <laughs> you know what sure, I mean like, sure I'm just saying like, like it, it should be yielding more positive results than it has yeah I, I think it's more just that we haven't seen the guys that they are really gonna trot out there 
Like Offensively, have, we have. Offense, and they're scoring. Not really. I mean, they've scored in every game. They've scored two in three of five. They've had a f- incredibly easy schedule. I'll give the, I'll give you that. I mean, yeah, eight, eight, eight goals in those five games is not great. I mean, eight and five or, is sorry. not bad. In those five. You know what I mean? It's not like it's 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 been home against Hutters, one home against Huddersfield and one home against West Ham is not great. I will give you that. It, but they're scoring. Uh, they, they were missing Richarlison for two of those games. That's He's true. Their best attacking player. No, you, you're you're conceding that over Sigurdsson, a guy you love. Uh, I am. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about goals, so I'm gonna not be on Sigurdsson for that. <sighs> But I think they're fine. It's fine once they get guys like Mina and Zuma together and they stop thinking that Leighton Baines can play. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they keep Tosun going. Yeah, I'm, Sigurdsson should be the, the false nine. I don't think that's where they're going to go. but Or, or but you can put Adam Lookman there. You can put Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I mean, with all the people that I mean, were I think the right answer week, is Richarlison. He's a winger. I think uh, he plays as a winger, and I mean, you're, if he's a striker, there's got to be another one there with him. I think the front a front line of Richarlison, Walcott, and Bernard would be perfectly fine with Sigurdsson behind them. Yeah. Uh, with all the people that were missing the past couple of weeks, the fact that Look, Lookman got like no time, like basically he must have like had he an was affair hurt. with, he with was Marco hurt for a little bit of it. But I agree with you that it's weird to me that he doesn't play. It's so weird. It's weird that Dominic Calvert-Lewin like definitely plays over Lookman. Like I'm not sure I see like a significant difference and, between and, those. All two. right, and you know me, I am no stranger to showing love for Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Mm-hmm. Right? He is so much worse than Adam <laughs> Lookman. <laughs> so much worse. I can barely even recognize Calvert-Lewin on the pitch now. <laughs> like, he I, just looks different. Yeah, I mean, other Might than than Jordan Pickford. The leading guy in minutes is Mason Holgate. Like that's why their defense is struggling. Not good, right? But I think, I I think the only thing that Tosun has going for him is that he's really the only true nine, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of stuck because I mean, he's not that great and doesn't really fit in and le- unless. His job is somehow to just take up space while the other guys fly down the wings. But if that's the case, you're obviously not getting a lot of fantasy value out of that. It does lead them in shots, though. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to end on Wolves. The last, the, I think alphabetically they're last as well. Mm-hmm. But um, what are you more surprised about with Wolves? That they are that they've given up only five goals, which is tied for fourth best defensively in the league, or that they've only scored five? <laughs> Uh, I think the scoring five. I think we were all expecting them to be much more of an attacking side than they have been. Uh, they haven't really – you can't blame it on the schedule. Um, they played Everton, Leicester. Man City was obviously a tough one. They did score there at home. Excuse me. Uh, West Ham and Burnley. Like, they still have very tough fixtures, you know, to play. It's not like they've gotten mm-hmm. them out of the way. But, yeah, I think they're, we would have – I mean – Diogo Jota is the one who everybody oh, killed me at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I, was, I had so many shares people. of him. Yeah, and so well, I mean, I got rid of him pretty quick. But uh, I think 
he's the one that oh, there, people were expecting a lot more out of. Um, ironically, I think when everybody was doing their promoted teams pieces, it was like, no, no, no. Jota's the one who, who scored a lot, but you really want Ryan Sessegnon. And it's like, uh, I'm not sure you want either of them now, but <laughs> definitely um, not now. Yeah. But. Jimenez, I think is kind of, you know, I, if scored, yeah, finally he, scored. he has two goals. He leads 17 shots is pretty good. Uh, Ruben Neves has been really active. Um, the wingbacks have been surprisingly active mm-hmm. for me. Yep. Uh, Johnny Matt, and Matt Yeah, Johnny. Is it Doherty or is it Doherty? Because I see it spelled Doherty, but I thought I heard it pronounced Doherty. I have not watched a Wolves game yet, enough to hear a Doherty oh, or Doherty name. Sin. Sin on you. I, had, I did have this conversation with somebody else about pronunciating names, and somebody was like, does so-and-so just ever watch soccer? And admittedly, I watch a lot of soccer without noise. Like well, I, either I watch way, like three and four games at a time. Either and, way, I'm just saying for FPL purposes, those are some sneaky, productive guys. Not for right? FPL, though. They've got 20 points, I think. Do they? Well, they've had right. back-to-back clean sheets. And Doherty, or, yeah, back to that. Doherty or Doherty had whichever one got an assist recently yep. too. So uh, that was a beautiful goal for Raul Jimenez. That mm-hmm. that the one I'm referring to is beautiful one touch stuff. Yeah, I think it's Jota's the one that. Um, and actually, it was uh, Ivan Cavallero who everybody was like he was the one I was the highest on at the beginning of the season. He's been out with a back injury. Yep. Um, he took a lot of their set pieces last year, so that's a a decent miss. That with a back, he just I don't know. You just never know. Well, especially for this sport where you, you know, your back is very much needed uh, for jumping, for stabilizing, for you know, the, your back. Is there a the sport back where is your very back important. is not important. Uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> and on that note, we will end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Thank you so much, to Andrew, for joining, and uh, we will be back next time talking more FPL. Uh, when to use those free hits, when to use those chips now that most people have now played their wild cards, so how to gain that extra advantage going forward. So we'll talk to you guys on the next episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Kind of like you broke both hands or something. <laughs>